You are listening to Mining Stock Education, where you'll learn from the top leaders in the natural resource sector and uncover quality mining investment opportunities. Thanks for tuning into Mining Stock Education. I'm your host, Bill Powers. And in today's episode, we are getting an update from Arthur Halloran. He is the CEO of Trillion Energy, one of our sponsors and a company that many of you are interested in. Uh, We haven't got an update recently from Trillion and I've received your emails. I can't respond to every email I get, but uh, I heard loud and clear, you you want an update. And I also am not a disinterested party. I'm a large shareholder. Uh, It's actually the largest position in my portfolio right now is uh, Trillion Energy, TCF in Canada and TCFF in the States it trades as. So welcome back onto the program, Art, and please provide the update. Okay, thanks, Bill. Uh, first, I'd like to uh, take this opportunity to apologize because you have been uh, badgering me to have another uh, interview because you said you had a bunch of your uh, viewers asking. I've you know, always said I'm not ready, I'm not ready because I really didn't have any updates, but now I have updates. And so and that's why I'm doing the interview, but i just like to apologize for uh, delaying it for quite a few months here. No so, problem, Art. Yeah. Okay. So everybody knows me. I'm, I'm Arthur, the CEO of uh, Trillion Energy. I'm going to go through this fairly, the, the first part fairly quick, and then try to address a lot of the questions that uh, you have brought me, Bill has brought me, and I've gotten through emails and uh, phone messages. What I'm going to show here is who we are, I'm going to do this very quick, the who we are bit, because everybody already knows, and it'll just be, uh, you know, blah, 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 that type of thing, and you want to get to the actual meat of things. Uh, what happened in the past, this is to explain uh, the past uh, financing statements that I was making, where are we now, and what are the plans for the future to capture the asset value, specifically in the in the shares? So the quick overview, everybody knows we have four platforms, uh, subsea gathering system, onshore facility. Um, we paid about $2.7 million for 49% of a $600 million asset. This are, these are the pools. We had four uh, produced pools. We have four or five new pools that are not being produced, but were discovered. And we have six development gas pools. So a lot of gas that we could bring on. This is to explain what happened to the past financing um, it was 17 and a half million US. It was a debt and royalty financing. And I stated April 27th in a news release. The lender wanted a non-material document. And due to COVID, we were not able to provide it. I call it non-material because as a geologist, it was not really a, a material piece of paper. But as a lender, if they require it or they wanted it, we had to try to fulfill it. And what that paper was is that the Sendary oil field has a production license that's for 30 years. And every 10 years, you have to remove it. I'm sorry, renew it because they don't want people drilling, having a little production in the first year and then holding the land for 30 years. And the renewal date was July 15, 2021. And the only requirement was to prove you have oil production, you fill out a little form. And we were producing, the field was producing uh, 1,000 barrels of oil per day. 80% owner is the government company. And so we filed a paper, but it it took forever to get through because of COVID. 
And at this point, the government technical department, so they have a, a department that they have professional people, they look at the application, they say everything is there, uh, we approve it, but the final approval has to be done by the minister, and that's where it's, um, it's sitting. Uh, one of the comments I get from quite a few uh, investors is that, will this lack of paper prevent future financing from other companies? And the answer is no. All the other companies are not concerned about uh, this paper because the deadline was July 15. We have production, we're getting paid. Um, there's no there's no issue. And so now we're, we were pursuing other financing uh, other than the 17 and a half. We put that aside now. I also thought I could do a standalone uh, Saturn rig when we were doing the warrant acceleration. I did that in a presentation in June 2021, and I thought I could raise $10 million uh, to drill the first two wells in the shallower water with the, the smaller rig. And I thought I could get gas production, revenue, good news, and not just have this big, quiet, uh, flat period. Um, and it was going to be a combination of uh, the company treasury, a royalty, and a debt financing. So we put a royalty uh, document together. It was a good royalty document, um, but it was not spe speculative enough for the investors. They wanted more of an upside, which uh, it could not do with the royalty agreement. We had a debt lender that was going to put in a fair amount of uh, debt, and it initially started as debt. And then when he went through the terms and so on, it was that didn't want to get paid back in money. They wanted to be to be able to convert to shares, which was had to be at a set price, which was too dilutive, and we couldn't accept it. So we didn't um, uh, do the rig, uh, the Saturn rig. Where are we now? And I have this right here. Trillion Energy is not a slouch company. In other words, we are a company that is a going concern. We have production, and these are some quick numbers in our last quarter. Revenue for the last uh, for nine months ending September 30th was about 2.8 million, compared to 1.8 at the same period in 2020. The first three months in uh, September 30th, revenue was about. 900,000 compared to about 500,000 for the same period. So a 78% increase. Our net income for the three months ending September 30th was about 5.4 million compared to a loss of about 140,000 for the same period. Last year, we have about $1.5 million in the treasury. We produce 172 barrels of oil per day or equivalent. We're a viable company even without SASB. And the reason why I'm answering this is I've got quite a few calls, people saying, um, do I have to worry about Trillion Energy going bankrupt? There's no possible way that will ever happen. Um, we have too many assets. We make money. We're a viable company. The other change in the current situation, and this is a, a biggie, is that um, the price, the gas price forecast. So when we had our, our all our economics, NPV10s, cash flows uh, done by the third-party engineering report. We had to use the lowest price we ever had seen, and that was due to COVID, but we had no other choice. We had to do that. So the price that we started off with at that time was $5.87, and for the first three years, the average was only $6.40. The new price uh, forecast, we are actually getting $10 uh, an MCF now over that. But we feel that when we start producing, we'll be down to about a $9 range. And so that's what we're going to start off with. 
And for the first three years, we're at $8.73, which is like $2.5 an MCF more than what we ran our economics and our other uh, numbers on. And because of that, we are going to redo our third-party reserve and resource report report, uh, using a new gas price forecast. And this is going to give a substantial increase in the value of uh, SDSB, NPV10 cash flow, and of course, uh, the shares, right? Uh, The shares should should get a, the value per shares or the calculated value per share should get quite a high uh, a bump. We also believe that the gas, the high gas prices are going to stay because uh, due to the pressure from the European market, um, but the European market does not set our gas price. What sets our gas price is the Brent oil and it's expected to stay within the range that is, we're going to be above $8 for um, now until about 10 years from now. Um, we only have to worry about the first four or five years because that's where you make 80% of your revenue anyways. What the gas market in Europe does, it forces uh, um, the price we get to inch above our uh, bench oil price benchmark. Redomicile in Canada, um, we filed the S4 application. It's been accepted by the SEC in uh, the US. December 17th, we have a special shareholder vote on the redomicile to Canada, so please vote. Um, this redomiciling to Canada is um, pivotal in securing a brokered financing with a Canadian investment bank to fund the development of the SASB field. We can't say who it is at the time, but the announcement will be right after the conclusion of the shareholders' meeting. And this redomicile in Canada will also reduce in the regulatory compliance costs because right now we're um, in a, in two different groups. Um, again, another question everybody asks me is what are they going to do with the old shares? Well, basically one common share of Trillium Energy Delaware will be placed by one common share of the Canadian company. There'll be no change in the ticker symbol. Uh, it'll still trade in the OTC, everything. Nothing's going to change. It's just going to change uh, where it sits. So it's imperative to vote. And if you do not receive your uh, proxy material by November 30th, Please contact the company. What are the plans for the future to capture the asset value? After the vote, um, there will be a brokered financing to fund the drilling of the first five wells and two recompletions. As you remember, that used to be the A program. The funding is expected to close in mid-February. The first well will spud May-June 2022. So we're about a year off from what we started. Um, This drilling program will continue for 28 to 30 weeks. And each well, because if you remember it, we're drilling from the platform, um, will be on production uh, within about 45 days from SPUD. So then we'll start getting cash flow fairly, fairly quick. And then through the internal cash flow and future debt financing, we'll continue to drill uh, the development prospects, and that'll be another 45 to 50 weeks of drilling. And so we're going to use the brokered financing. Um, you know, basically that's the key that unlocks the treasure box of SASB because once we have the first five wells, uh, it's much easier to secure debt financing because we have good cash flow. And these are 100% de- uh, debt financing. So they just want to be repaid back in cash. 
we have good cash flow, we can secure um, debt financing at better terms to do the other um, the other wells. The other the other issue is also is that we're going to start the exploration geological work uh, July and August uh, 2022. There's no use doing all this activity and getting all this good joy without the proper market awareness program because that's what captures the shares. It it makes people want to hang on to their shares and creates an appetite for other groups to who want the shares and that drives the value up, right? And we are starting now with more timely news releases um, because now that we have a lot more activity, we've already started our market awareness program now. And I just want to spell this out very carefully is that the company activity will be high from now to about March 2022, right? And then there's going to be Sorry, and the items in there will be like the financing, rig contract, um, stuff like that. And we will be going out to different um, groups and doing presentations. And I expect the share value to rise during that time. But there is going to be a quiet time from about April until the first well spuds because we're gathering all the material. Um, we're getting the rig. We're getting the tubing, the casing, all that kind of stuff. And I believe there will be a hiatus. But the second larger marketing awareness and um, uh, program that we're going to initiate will start just before the sputting in the first well. And this will carry on during the drilling activities. So it is during this time that the shares, I believe, will capture uh, most of the true asset value of the first, first phase or so, because nothing captures more uh, eyes than a news release saying that uh, we've tested as well. We have 7 million cubic feet per day, um, have some little YouTube uh, productions where the wells are flaring and it won't be just one well. It'll be a well after well after well. And so it's going to be about a six to eight month uh, really intense marketing program to get that news out and um, and um, create awareness and an appetite. And also part of the market awareness is that we're going to start the exploration program uh, once once we not necessarily drilled all the five wells, the first five wells, but two or three of them, and the exploration program is what I want uh, to drive the share value higher than what we're going to get off of um, the drilling programs. This I just want to do this very quick. This is the old price forecast. If you remember this chart saying what the value is based on the reports we have, and we have the share value. Um, I can't do the new price yet because I need the actual numbers, which should be out next week or slightly after that. But if you remember, if you look at the little summer 2022, this is the the low case value of um, the P1 was 145 million. That's old price. And the 2P, which is the most likely case, is um, about 270 million. And I envision that when you calculate it, you have a value of about a, a buck seventy. This is going to be upsized now uh, a, a fair bit. I can't say the amount, but I would say at least thirty to forty percent with the new pricing, and that's the value that I want to um, capture, and it should be captured by the uh, summer of 2022. And of course, as you go uh, right in this chart, you have the other like the management estimates and so on. But we can work at getting those values in, but summer, I'm uh, shooting for about a buck 70 for the value of the shares, if not higher. And that'll take marketing, which we'll be doing. So the conclusion where we are right now, or what we plan to do, is that we have reset. 
And I can say I have 101 reasons and why this financing didn't work. But you know the old saying, when you point a finger, you have three more pointing back at you. So I take full responsibility for that. Um, but we reset and now we're moving forward. The company already has good revenue and cash in the treasury. So we're not frantic. We're not running around worrying anymore about you know raising money to just to survive and so on. Everything is looked after. The asset value will increase due to the higher commodity prices. And that report will be out next week. I'm, I'm told about a week to 10 days. Um, so we're gonna have higher NPV 10s, cash flows. Uh, we're gonna re-domicile December 17, and that'll provide the, the funding for the five wells and two recompletions, which we'll get by the end of February. So vote, please, December 17. Right now, the shares are extremely undervalued at 14 cents at the old price. So they're even more undervalued at the new pricing. And what I feel also very important is the market awareness is now starting. And uh, we have, a, a I wouldn't say a small push, but a medium push. But the big push is going to be once we start having really good news to capture the value uh, in the shares. Um, and then this one here just shows you that the, the value, I mean, the cash flow has moved now to May 22nd. And where we might have $2.8 million in the old um, pricing, we're now 30 or 40% um, higher than that. That's about um, it for the, the presentation. Thank you for listening to Mining Stock Education. Please subscribe and share this show with like-minded investors. Connect with us at miningstockeducation.com and sign up for our email list to stay in touch. Much success to you as you learn about, invest in, and profit from mining stocks. The mining business is one that generates gigantic wealth. You know, a good drill hole that converts might cost fifty or $100,000, and it might discover something worth a couple billion. There is no sector that I know of that has offered up as many predictable circumstances uh, where there was the possibility, certainly not the certainty, but the possibility of 10 for 1 returns as there is in small cap and micro cap mining stocks. Concomitant with that, if you don't do the work, or even if you do do the work and don't discipline yourself on the sell side, there are very few places in the world where you can lose as much money as quickly as in mining stocks too. I just started to study up on mining stocks and I just became fascinated because this is such a tiny sector and it's so volatile that either you could really, you could do really, really well or you could pretty much get blown out of the water really quickly. The mining sector is a very risky sector. It can take your money very, very quickly. Don't fall in love with stocks. Don't be overly confident and just do your work as best you can. Do your very best, but don't fall in love and don't get too overly confident because um, that's a recipe for disaster. I have met you know, professional retail investors that have made a tremendous amount of money on the junior mining space. Some of them aren't accredited, and they just they spend their days researching, talking to people, being on the phone, being pouring through financial documents, but it requires commitment. This podcast is for informational purposes only and is not to be considered personal legal or investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell securities or any other product. We make every effort to be accurate, but the information presented is not to be considered infallible. It may contain errors and we offer no inferred or explicit warranty. 
If personal advice is needed, consult a qualified legal, tax, or investment professional. Do not base any investment decision on the information contained on MiningStockEducation.com, our podcasts, or videos. Make sure you always conduct your own thorough due diligence before investing. Realize that we may hold equity positions in or be compensated by some of the companies we feature and therefore are biased and hold an obvious conflict of interest. For our full disclaimer, please visit our website.